0: The oh, blocked by James! Pass is
1: intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler! Oh
0: my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back! Auburn's going to win the football game!
1: Tatum drives
0: down and throws it down! Wow! throw, rainbows it down the right
1: side for Kyle Pitts, he's got it! Oh my, indeed. Welcome back, everyone, to the Sports Bits Podcast with MoCo, here to talk about all things Florida Gators and Boston Celtics. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Bits Pod to get updates on when I upload and also live tweets and reactions of things that are happening on in the sports world. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just uh, subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review. That'd be much appreciated. If you're on YouTube, you know, you're, you know the spiel. Like, share, and subscribe. Everyone says it. All right, let's get rolling into this. We only have a Celtics side for this, and also we have a little bit of a March Madness uh, section, and we'll probably do that every so often, just when the when the rounds get completed. So yeah, we're gonna go on that to that real quick later, and we also have a really two really good hot, uh, one minute hot takes uh, at the end of the podcast. So first thing, uh, me and Reader uh, showing what's up. But the Nets did play the Celtics. Yes, sir and um, it was a really bad, bad day for the Celtics, and we can get into that because Re can probably talk about the Nets a lot better than I can. So, I mean – Talk about um, them all day. Yes, sir. <laughs> and um, the first note I have is actually the Nets pulled away in the fourth. Like, they were pretty close, honestly. We were watching it together. They were pretty close until the fourth, and they just got shafted at the, for- at the fourth quarter, and the Celtics can't yeah. retain anybody in the fourth quarter, clearly. <clears throat> it's what we've seen that trend before, so it's like mm-hmm. not, you know. I guess it's not like an uncommon thing, but uh, Reed, can you talk about like why the Nets like pulled away on the fourth?
2: Um, well, Kyrie was obviously a huge part of that. Kyrie really just exploded in the fourth quarter, um, which I think was obvious. You know, he, he was pretty much the main offensive driving force for that game. You know, James Harden didn't shoot too well. I think he went like one for eight from three. But, um, you know, he slipped into more of like a playmaking role you know, and Kyrie uh, has been more of the scorer. So I think that they've been working really well together, actually, um, you know, and also Harden with, um, you know, DJ and Claxton. They're running the pick and roll like, it, you know, amazing. Uh, he's throwing the lobs up and they're getting them. It's really uh, pretty incredible. And I think a big a big problem um, for this game was that um, – well, not a problem, but the Celtics played really good defense at first. Um, you know, I mean, they had 10 steals and 10 blocks uh, – Time Lord, all right, Mister Robert Williams had six of those blocks for the Celtics. Absolutely crazy. Had a monster night in fantasy for me, but um, and the Nets only had three steals and five blocks. So the Celtics obviously played better defense, but um, you know, it's really hard to contain Kyrie, especially when James Harden is uh, on a roll with his passing.
1: Yeah, uh, just quick thing about the defense for James. Or you give your little take on it that their defensive rating was one twenty four, which is pretty ass, But it's like it's also considering that Kyrie went off, so like that's probably mm-hmm. a little skewed. a little skewed from what it actually usually is, but yeah, James, you can continue.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, like, I honestly kind of argue that uh, the second quarter was the turning point of the game. Um, You know, the Nets had 35 points uh, before the half ended, and uh, the Celtics had 26 um, within that quarter, so I think that, you know, during, as much as that was pretty tight throughout throughout the whole game until the fourth quarter, I think that it was a shift in mentality for um, going into the second half with uh, the uh, Brooklyn Nets and st- staying consistent and uh, continuously getting better throughout the the series of the game, where the Celtics didn't. And I think that you know Reed put it perfectly. the The Celtics did play better defense, but all in all, the Nets' offense is just so dominant compared mm-hmm. to this compared to the Celtics that it's really hard to stop them. And even when you have a good defensive night, especially from Time Lord man Robert Williams with six blocks, you know. But yeah, um, yeah huge night. And um, you know that's that's mainly all I really got to say to say about it. Unfortunately, I missed watching the uh, watching the game, and you guys watched it together, so yeah. I did not have that um, pleasure. But uh, the Celtics also shot like shit from uh, free throw and three point. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that was pretty terrible. And uh, they got to work on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, oh, it's probably a bad shooting, you know, just because the momentum was in the Nets' court, and that's probably why it didn't help. You know, their mentality when it came to that. And like, the, you're talking about shooting, and it's funny enough, the only high, highlight shooting thing that I really saw was a bad thing is that Jalen Brown went five for 23. I was just about so yeah, yeah, to talk. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Talk about him. I feel like he's an X factor on the on the on the Celtics. Every time he does really well, we usually win because because his scoring, his impact, really helps the other players get you know, a little bit more uh, like opportunity just because people focus on Jalen Brown over, you know, some of the other guys who need a little bit more like space to actually uh, like elevate their game compared to Jalen mm-hmm. Brown could do whatever, whatever he wants usually and be able to play really well. And uh yeah, if you mm-hmm. wanted to add a comment about that, Reed. Yeah.
2: So he shot 21.7% uh, from the field, which is really terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> straight garbage. So I think you, you put it well. You know, once once Jalen Brown or when Jalen Brown plays really well, the Celtics do really well. When he doesn't play that well, they don't do that well. But um, also another problem, which you know, big surprise, is uh, Kemba's shooting was also not that great during that game.
1: We always say, um, it, and it gets really old and tired, and I I hate talking about it every week. And it's really loud. But screw it, Kemba Walker pro- trash. I mean, it's,
2: it's a pro. It's a problem. It's really a problem, I think. Um, it, uh, what's my note here it says? Uh, fourteen point two percent from Oh, three. that's really
1: gonna suck to edit because I just screamed in the mic, but <laughs>
2: it's fine. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, man. so he went one for seven from three, which I mean for him, like you know, he's gotta be he's gotta be hitting more shots. But um
0: The team can't rely on JT, you know, like JT really only had a good game that game. Sorry to cut you off, Reed, but like yeah, he he was the only one who really had a good game. Like even Marcus Smart, like did decent and he had the second highest amount of points on the team. Mm -hmm. But like realistically, JT was carrying that entire game and like you can't you can't have that nearly every night, especially against a team like Brooklyn Nets who are one of the best teams in the league right now. They're just like, going to they're going to outscore talking. you every time, which exactly. I think
2: is going to be a huge problem with um <clears throat> I think that it's going to be a really big problem for some other teams that are also like more on the scoring heavy side because I think that the Nets are just going to blow like everyone out the water just based on pure offense alone but mm-hmm. and also when it comes to teams who are playing like really solid defense um, like I think the Bucks can de- with Giannis I think and um, Drew Holiday I think that they can give Brooklyn a problem uh, as long as they cover the perimeter you know I really think that the perimeter is like a big thing for them I'm I also with that being said, if they sorry to cut you off, but one, yeah. with that being said, uh, even if they do cover the perimeter, it's going to be really tough because Kyrie can get inside, you know, Kevin Durant, once he's healthy, he's lethal from mid range. Uh, and James Harden is running the pick and roll exquisitely right now.
1: Well, Katie's lethal from anywhere, and um... yeah, but I mean mid range
2: <laughs> specifically. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, it's just it's just funny to see that you know we have this Nets team that's like insane on offense, and then he, they're like probably like 18th, 19th in defense, like around that like area. So so and it's bad. and I think that's the only way they're gonna win is just like outscoring teams. If they can't outscore them, like if somehow the Sixers play really good defense with that roster, or the Bucks play really good defense defense against mm-hmm. them, what you know that would really give them trouble. I don't think they'll be able to fight through that especially with their their bad defense against their offenses like the sixers offense or the bucks offense that is really Mm -hmm. you know impactful with what the players they have yeah yeah, it's just it's an interesting diamond we'll have to see in the playoffs but for right now you Mm -hmm. know the nets could just keep outscoring everybody to win exactly but once i
2: think once they start playing um teams that have more of like a center you know because the celtics they have robert williams but he's not like the focal point of them you know once they play um like Embiid, I know Embiid's injured now, but like if when and if he comes back um, by the time, you know, it's going to be really difficult for them to score on him. I feel like because or it's going to be hard for them to prevent him from scoring because they don't the Nets don't have that defensive anchor, really. Uh, and I think that like Embiid is going to just absolutely tear the paint up. And I think even Jok- uh, Jokic has a you know potential to do that as well, just because he's a big man who's so versatile. And I think they're going to have a
1: really hard time containing him. James, any last minute comments before we move on to the Rockets game?
0: Yeah, you guys kind of summed it up pretty well.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a it was a fun game to watch until the fourth quarter. And you know <laughs> that thing about the the JT, kid relying on JT, as James brought up. It's like that's what separates an all star from a superstar. Being able to be Thank that you. lead player, that one, that number one on that team, being able to lead them, lead your team through any type of night like the net that Celtics had against the Nets. And, and that's like my only yeah and consistently doing that like like he we can't say jt's like lebron he's able to push through anything but i think he can develop into that eventually because he can make good contested shots he can do everything it's just i think it's just a little bit more development a couple more years and i think jt will be there but um i think we'll move on to the rockets game um we completely i'm excited
0: about i'm very excited for celtics blew them
1: out blew it's, them out and um, it, I didn't have much to say I mean the only note I did have because it was kind of a boring game to watch and I really noticed anything too much other than Robert Williams popping off is that sure. um, they played uh, like the way if we play that way you know for every game I think we could win more games and just be more consistent but you know that's not the Celtics right now Look how deep their bench went. I'm they're so not, I was just about to yeah. say
2: that they literally used every so single happy. weapon in their arsenal that night.
0: Yeah, they yeah.
2: every single weapon. It was great. Even like Peyton Pritchard, who usually doesn't have like a crazy night, he only played 14 minutes, but still had nine points and three assists. Yep. That's a really Taco efficient.
1: ball played.
0: Taco
2: Let's Fall go. did play.
1: Okay. Taco <laughs> Fall
2: did
0: play.
1: Quick note for the last like 10, 10, 12 minutes of the four or the whole fourth quarter, but they basically just ran the bench guy, like the, the deep bench guys. They didn't go exactly. They didn't try. So like there were, I think both teams where were just playing their young guys trying to like figure out what they yeah, got and i think fine. it's a good thing for the celtics i think that's like james has been saying that all year like play the young guys figure out who can be that that like breakout bench player that we need exactly. and it, i definitely see that in robert williams now after his 13 rebounds and three blocks you know and 16 oh, points obviously but like then and it's seven just, for seven exactly he, seven for seven miss a shot. he's developing Woo. the way we need to and i think he'll brent eventually if we'd either bench tristan thompson or trade him he'll be definitely be our starting center for the future it, after seeing mm-hmm. these couple of games after the all-star break it's really it's really good to see and i think tice could still be a good like power forward like stretch four with mm-hmm. like how we shoot how he's shooting the season so yeah. we have some we have something brewing i don't think it's there yet but i think we and, have something brewing for the season and James. if you
0: look at the like look at the equality in the stats like tatum had a good game Brown had a good game. Brown had a good game. Walker had played decent. Decent. Robert Williams popped (laughs) off. Like, you know, it's just solid. And, like, I I love to see the differentiation on the team and being able to move the ball. Like, this is what they need to do every single game. And, like, I press it so hard enough because they're so inconsistent this season, and it upsets me because – the Celtics were known as one of the most consistent teams, always making the playoffs, always being in contention for the championship. And this year I'm just not seeing it like that. And I'm hoping that they, if they look back at this game and look back at film for the, for the, the game that they had against the Rockets, they'll realize this is what the type of basketball that we should be playing. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think it's also worth mentioning, though, that the Rockets were without John Wall. So you know he's 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 obviously a big piece to the Rockets. John Wall, comma
1: PJ Tucker, comma Eric Gordon, comma Karoops. Yeah, so
2: they were they were yeah. pretty uh, under understaffed that night. But um KPJ KPJ has been playing really well. I love that guy. Uh, but he had just an okay night as well. So you know I think. Um, they need, I think, the Rockets need like all their weapons as well, you know, because they don't have like that. Like John Wall, obviously, you know, used to be like a big superstar, but I don't think he's at that level anymore in terms of like being able to carry a team deep into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I think the Rockets definitely need to utilize all their weapons. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't see them as a playoff team. I think they just got they got some good young players. They're gonna develop, and they're gonna to have to like build through the draft, and we'll see how it goes. I don't know how this Rockets team's gonna work without John, uh, Jason, or James Harden and all them. So.
0: And we'll see if um, Oladipo stays because he, also might, well, he Oladipo, might get right? traded
1: again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think know
0: I heard about something this. like that, but and I think it. I
2: heard that, but I didn't read anything about it.
0: Yeah, I, I've been hearing about, uh, a couple of other teams are interested in uh, shipping for Depot, so that's really interesting. I mean, that's yeah, crazy. he's a, he's, a, he's a great player, solid mm-hmm. all around.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I would
0: I would like to hope that Wall and
1: Oladipo can play well together and mm-hmm. maybe
0: cook something up for the rockets
1: mm-hmm. yeah we'll, we'll see i honestly there's not much i didn't i not really have much to say about the rockets and i, I know we have other topics we, want, we really want to discuss about so i think we should move on to the march madness stuff you guys ready yeah. for that very all right yes, sir so I think for this, like, I mean, what is your guys' like first like thoughts about the March Madness bracket? Like what teams you guys like are highlighting on your brackets, like these t- this team could upset or this team could make a run. What are you guys thinking? Like if you guys are looking at your brackets, I'll let you guys pull that up. Yeah, I'm pulling my but, bracket uh, up right now. Yeah for, yeah, for right now, my uh my current like upset, I would say, uh I think one of them is a VCU, I think is gonna upset is one of mine. But also, uh, it's a low-key upset also in the same the West bracket, but I think Ohio's gonna upset virginia that's just my mm-hmm. my hunch pick like i usually have one like hunch um upset and that's ohio over um uh virginia but the other one i want to highlight that i don't know if they're going to play or not but if drake makes it into the into the um into march Madness or into the bracket they're upsetting whoever they play first because I-, I really am uh, high on this drake team this year Mm-hmm. See, I'm no. high on
2: Wichita State. I have Wichita State. I have Wichita so, State beating. Them. I
1: think
0: that I think that that's cap, and I, I'm calling Wichita State going going further. I
1: can't I can't find. Hold on, I was gonna pull up one stat because there's one stat I use especially for like upsets. I can't find what, what bracket are the there is uh, Drake and there is. Okay, I think
0: a huge upset would be Texas losing to Alba Christian i'm high on avalon christian this year and i, I have had texas beat easily beat texas
1: yeah and uh, so i think that's good and then um oh yeah also uh one low-key one i don't know if you guys want to talk about georgetown making it making a potential uh sweet I 16 Col- I run Picks colorado colorado that's fair. yeah so uh, i think i, I debated it. it
0: could go either way that that yeah. is a toss-up one um I'm also a fan of uh, Grand Canyon this year, and I think that they might be able to beat Iowa, and they'll probably be one of the only teams that has a massive upset. I could yeah. totally be wrong, but I, I have faith in them.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, I need to hear this from you all, so I'm going to start with mine. So let's hear our final four picks. Yeah. So currently I have Gonzaga versus Alabama, and no, I have I uh, Baylor versus Illinois are my four. Uh, let's start with James. Who do you have for your final four?
0: Uh, My final four, I have Gonzaga uh, versus uh, Alabama, and then I have Ohio State versus West Virginia.
1: Very interesting.
0: So you're you're Mm. thinking West Virginia can make a run?
1: Yeah. I'm hoping
2: West Virginia can make a run as well. I have them in my final four.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I have uh, Gonzaga playing FSU and Baylor playing West Virginia.
1: Baylor? Yeah, because I have West Virginia losing to Houston in the sweet 16 so that's honestly hmm. again like this can go any way we don't know cuz mark Madness is crazy yeah, like upsets exactly. happen never know what's going to happen who
0: do you have uh um uh illinois playing in the midwest too. midwest where is it i have
2: them beating
1: uh laola i have them oh, beating laola I, I have I, them beating uh oklahoma state i'm high I have, I have
2: i have oklahoma state beating illinois I'm high. I'm,
1: on, I, I know is Kate it, is Oklahoma State on, have Kick like, Cunningham? I don't. I think yeah, they do, and they I do. think that's mm-hmm. why I'm high on them. I'm high yeah, on them yeah, to I, make I, the Sweet Sixteen.
0: I, I picked mm-hmm. Oklahoma. I picked Oklahoma State against West Virginia, and then West Virginia. I had them obviously making my Final Four, but yeah. like that. That the Midwest. I'm very interested to see how it turns out. Because I, I, inter- I think that's yeah, the most. I think that's the
2: most interesting yeah, conference. That's
0: what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, my two teams. I'm really high on just year that I wanted. I already have in the in the in the um what is it the finals is baylor versus gonzaga they've been high, i've been high on them all this season they've been playing that's really fun. well those so. are my
2: finals as well
1: yeah i feel like that's everyone's lock but i feel like somebody's gonna make a run like a two-seater or a three i mean there's there's it's always some sort
2: of like crazy upset going on but like one side, when i was doing my bracket i was just looking at you know exactly what i think is gonna happen but like you said march madness is probably the craziest basketball tournament on the planet Okay. You, know, you see some crazy stuff. Yeah.
1: So my last thing I want to say, so what's your one team that you're, regardless how be- good or bad they are, you want to root for them regardless? Like, my team's Florida because I'm a Florida fan. So what do you guys have? team?
2: Me and James both have Florida getting out in the first round.
1: Yeah, we do. <laughs> well, I have them winning the one and they are losing th- on the round 32. So what do you guys have as your one team that you guys want to root for, regardless of how good, good or bad they are? In the tournament? Yes, in the tournament okay. as a whole. It's like uh, my team. I would normally
0: go with Arizona, who normally makes the tournament, but they never—they didn't this year, which I was very upset about. But um, for me, uh, the one team that I think that I'm like very high on is Wichita State. Yeah, I you're picking Wisconsin a sixteen. Is State. it a sixteen seed, uh, Wichita? Uh, they're eleven. They're eleven seed, but 11 they're seed. facing Drake uh, in the first four, yep. and then I hope I think that they'll beat USC. And then I have them playing um, Eastern Washington, who beats Kansas in the uh, round of 32, and I picked Wichita State. And then I have them losing to VCU in the uh, round of 16.
2: All right, I'm I'm hot on West Virginia. You know, I like West Virginia. Um, so you're going to be rooting for them I the whole, whole,
1: the whole, whole regardless pretty much, if they win.
2: All right. Pretty much, yeah. I like West Virginia. They're cool. Um, I don't really follow too much college basketball, to be honest, but um, my 2K player went to West Virginia. So,
1: <laughs> so that's <laughs> where you're going off. That, exactly.
0: That's what we're rooting for.
1: Yeah. My two teams, because I got a lot of family or, you know, whatever, is Florida and North Carolina. But North Carolina, I'm not high on either of these teams this year. Just North Carolina is
2: like having one of the most disappointing seasons.
1: No, but they're doing all right now. With cable love is really picking up this season, and i really think that they could do something. Like if they if they upset Baylor, I'll be surprised because that's who I have. I have Baylor versus North Carolina, and if they mm-hmm. upset them, that'll be happy for me. But also my bracket will be screwed for the rest of the way because have Baylor going <laughs> all the way. So we'll see what happens. You know, I always have that fan fan you know optimism that we can like potentially upset somebody, but. You know, we'll see. Because March Madness, anything can happen, as we said. Like exactly. whether UMBC beat Virginia two years ago or was it? I think it was two years ago as a 16 seed. So, anything yep. is entirely possible. And, I, I mean, that's really it, unless you guys have any other comments about the, your brackets and stuff. Nope, I'm just excited. I'm, I'm excited. Very excited. i very I excited. Also, my little hot take real quick, if you guys want to add on on this, but I feel like no one cares about the college basketball regular season unless you're, like, a fan of a team. And you only care about March Madness when it comes up. Do you guys um, agree? I, 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 I mean, agree
0: with that's with most people. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, I mean, I,
2: I, I'm i like that uh, low key. I mean, I'm getting more into the regular season now, but um, yeah, definitely. I was, I was lacking on the regular season and now I'm hot for March
0: Madness. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, mean if, uh, definitely college kids follow more college basketball when you're in college. So it's like. I just said college a lot in that sentence. But. I mean our
1: team's never gonna make thing <laughs> ever. So we'll we'll I mean that's I mean, I like our team, but like it's not it's not it's not March Madness ready at all. But not yet, are you talking no. about are you talking Mason. about our our, talking team. About our school? So yeah, we all go to George. We didn't Mason, even yes. make we didn't
2: even make the tournament. We didn't make no, the we, tournament. Then, did you know that our coach um is fired just or let fired. go
1: today? Yeah. Of course, because he didn't yeah. recruit very well and then he's no of course, and it's like also six has,
2: years without making the tournament once. Yep yeah exactly so, so <laughs> that's
1: we'll see if you know we're we're gonna always root for george mason because we go there we'll go here but um if they do i'll be very surprised like as a 16 seed probably uh, I'll, I'll
0: have them winning the tournament if
1: yeah yeah, can, yeah yeah, yeah no honestly so. if they yeah if <laughs> they're in the
2: tournament next year i got them going all the way
1: <laughs> for sure all right so i think that's it uh let's move on to the one minute hot takes so i think these things are probably gonna go like 10 minutes each yeah. because they're <laughs> I like. We were talking about this beforehand, prepping the prepping the notes and stuff. And I think we got a lot to say about these two hot takes. So, mm-hmm. our my first question to post, you guys. I'm going to start with James on this one. Is are the Miami Heat booming at the right time? They're fourth in the East right now. Their defense is fifth in the league, which is really good. Bam Adebayo is playing playing really well. Jimmy's, of course, that leader of that team. And I think you know, I mean, whatever you want to say about Tyler Hero, but he's he's I think he's overrated. From his expectations, of yeah. course, but like I think he's a solid player. Just like I think he's everyone's hyping him up a little too much. Yeah, what are your thoughts on on the Heat? Are they blooming? they booming at the right time? Should they like wait? Should they keep? Do you think this trend will continue, etc. That kind of stuff.
0: I think they are booming at the right time, but with that, I don't think that they're going to make a, a similar run as they did last year with the, with the bubble in the playoffs. You know, they they are a strong team they got really good, talented guys, but they're all young and they need to develop, except for Jimmy Butler. He's a very good vet to have as a leader on that team. But guys like Bam Adebayo, guys like Tyler Hero, guys like Duncan Robinson, they all need to develop a little bit more, and especially Tyler Hero, in my opinion, because he was awesome in the bubble, and then this season he's kind of sucked. Mediocre. Just a little bit, yeah. Mediocre, yeah. He's been very average, and I think that he needs to step up his game a lot more if they want to be a continuously competitive team in the playoffs. Do I think that they will make the playoffs? Yes. Do I think that they will be a lower seed? Yes. So I think that it's just a matter of whether they can change their style up a little bit more in the playoffs because we've seen teams heat up Really well in the playoffs, as the Miami Heat did last year. So it could it could be one of those situations, but I doubt that it would happen again. And um, you know, I, overall, I'm a, I'm a, I like the Heat. They're a good team. I will follow them. I think that they're solid. I like their play styles. I love Jimmy Butler. You know, but um, I, don't, I don't I don't see them making massive moves in the playoffs. Uh, nor do I really see them getting out of, like, the second round if they are a high enough seed. That's pretty Mm -hmm. much what I got to say on it. So So I
2: feel like I I mean, I agree with a lot of what you just said, um, especially about Tyler Hero. Um, You know, he scored 37 points in that one game in the bubble. And then I think that everyone just got really hyped up about him. And then I think that, you know, we kind of realized like, all right, he's still like 20, 21. You know, he needs Mm -hmm. time. He needs time to develop. I don't think he's going to be dropping 37 anytime soon again. But, you know, I could be wrong. But, um, you know, Jimmy Butler, obviously the leader of that team. I think they're going in a good direction. But. I think the X factor, honestly, and this is like my complete honest opinion, I think the X factor for that team could be Duncan Robinson. So I think that he right now he's a three point specialist, obviously, but I think that if he can actually, you know, form in uh, if he can develop into a more well-rounded player, uh, at least like more of a playmaker, not necessarily needing to be, um, you know, like a ball handler and a finisher at the rim. But I think that if he can become a playmaker and continue his really good shooting, then I think that they have a really solid chance of making some noise. But right now, I think teams figured him out. They know what to do um he only takes threes pretty much so all you have to do is defend the perimeter and he's kind of out of the game you know i had him on my fantasy roster for a little bit and i realized that if he doesn't make threes then he plays like garbage
1: yeah yep. that's hmm. i mean that's the gist of what i i mean i think jimmy buckets can lead and lead this team i think he's definitely a number oh, one I, one of the best
2: leaders in the nba yes
1: because he's just a good like mentality type of guy a good lot like good guy like to motivate and like facilitate a team you know they got Bam as a good defensive anchor at the five. As I said, Tyler Hero should be. I hope he breaks out as that like a good. I think his ceiling from right for me right now. I think is all star. His ceiling, his highest ceiling is all star. Yeah. And I think if he gets to, keeps developing the way he is, like I definitely think he's like borderline star right now, star status. And I think if he takes a few more steps, he'll be an all star. So this team has a bunch of potential and has like some good vets too. So I think they have a good experience mix of experience that can definitely. Make some noise if they really wanted to. But, again, my my ceiling for this team is probably the fifth seed. The ceiling. I'm not going to say they're going to be a fifth seed. Their ceiling is the fifth seed. So, like, the best they'll do is fifth seed. Worst, I think they're probably going to be out of the playoffs. Like, the first team out is my, is my worst case. I can see um, that. I mean, depending, I, I would, depending I would, on I would,
2: who they play, obviously, but I can definitely I'd, see that.
0: I'd agree, but I'd also – I'd probably say that their ceiling – in my opinion, I think that their ceiling is a uh, sixth seed. I don't think that would be high enough.
1: I mean, this is this is my fifth seed. Is just if everyone's playing well, like Duncan Robinson's yeah. hitting all his threes, Tyler Heroes facilitating and play scoring, being that score mm-hmm. that scorer. Same with Jimmy Butler, just leading that team And Bam Adebayo, being excellent on defense along with getting his buckets on offense. This is like everyone playing well, and all the bench units are also hitting their shots and everything. This is like fifth seed. Yeah. It's my highest ceiling. So yeah, sixth seed is pretty realistic. Sure. Seventh seed is yeah. really realistic. Yeah, I can see um, those, both of those.
0: I think they'll realistically be like a seven or eight in my opinion i think mm-hmm. that like just the way that they've been playing i think that it, they it's worthy of it but i don't mm-hmm. know for a fact yeah if they even might make the playoffs or not like they could totally just get scammed by some other teams that really make a run in the second mm-hmm. half of the season
2: yeah so, well the eastern conference is becoming a lot more competitive now you know you yeah, have the yeah. sixers are making some noise the nets obviously um You know, the Knicks are, you know, obviously they're the Knicks, but still Julius Randle, who knows? You know, he might have something in his bag and drops like a
0: 50 bomb every night in the playoffs. Raptors are trying to make a comeback. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think the, 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 I mean, the East has always been weak, generally weaker than, but I think we still have some weaker than the West. Yeah. We have some competitive teams, and I, I hope that Celtics become, the Celtics are another competitive team in that mix as well. You know, the mm-hmm. Heat will play well. Hopefully the Hornets will make the playoffs. I want to see them make some noise in the playoffs. <clears> you know, just, like, looking at playoff standings and stuff right now, like currently, because we're uh, this could all, also change, because I'm looking at the West, and the West have at least nine teams that I could see making the playoffs. Like, I'm including the Warriors, plus the eight guys that are suns on top. Suns, baby, two Suns let's go. Yeah, I know. Suns, is, suns, are, suns are going And, off. hey, wait, the baby. Jazz are still holding it up, and I know we had our yeah. one-minute hot take from, like, three, three four Shocks. episodes ago. And yeah, yeah, I know, I know, you guys didn't believe it. I think they, I thought, I didn't either. Yeah, I said they had potential. I think they could keep it rolling as long as you know they're playing the roles right, which they are. They did really lose good. their previous game. They did lose their previous game, and I, I yeah, still they're, think the they're, Jets, they're playing the Celtics now. Yes. Right? No. They are playing. Actually, the Celtics let's look game. at the Yeah, like literally as we speak. <laughs> as we as we speak as we're recording yeah. this on Tuesday, uh, they are I'm playing on, the Celtics, and I'm we are winning. Right. We are up. We are up two points, twenty-two to twenty. And let's, I'm gonna quickly look at that right now. Why, why don't we talk about that a little bit? Uh, Jalen Brown's playing well, so that's a good sign. We were just talking about him earlier. Rob Williams, mm-hmm. four points. I don't know how many blocks I can't. I don't have the all stats pull up. One block already. You know we're, that's pretty good. And, and I have Jazz, a big fantasy night again. Big fantasy. And and I think the <laughs> Jazz the Jazz can make some noise. We're straying away from the Miami Heat. I think we're really done with the Miami Heat. I think they're. I I said my ceiling and my floor for them. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how it is for how I feel. Yeah. And I, I want
2: I want them to like do well because like I said I really like the Miami Heat just like in general I think they are a great team I love Jimmy Butler uh, Bam bio is pretty cool okay Tyler Hero is cool also I hope he gets better I really do I like him a lot um, and they also have really cool jerseys so. I, I like I like the Miami Heat. I really yeah. do. Everyone, so, everyone I, I loves hopefully. the
1: heat for the jerseys, bro. That's yeah. how I mean they
2: I think they have some Still of the best jerseys in the game. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like you don't like the new ones though. The new like ones. The, you yeah, like yeah. the Miami Vice ones though. The old
1: ones you from like the, those. I like the, the black out ones. Yeah, no, that's like like what I'm saying. Black blackout Vice, yeah. Black Those, those are. Yeah. Nice. Everyone loves it for the heat for the jerseys. But um let's move on to the next one minute hot take. We were did bring it up and I actually want to talk about it. So Kevin Porter Jr uh he just came back from the g league and he's playing really well guy. and it's and it's showing guy. a lot of potential so my question i want to post to you guys is what is kevin porter jr's ceiling in his career so like what is what is he going to be like what's his best peak at the end of his career uh, let's start with reed this time because you brought it up so right now kid is 20 years old that's
2: our age or at least um yeah like i'm 20 makoto yeah i think you're 20 right yep yeah, yeah. Nine so point. he's our age. James is a baby, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's really like the point is he's really young. Um, he also so he has a lot of he's time literally to grow.
0: Turning twenty in a think, month.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's still a baby. Okay? Relative baby. I'm turning, turning twenty one in October. <laughs> but that's beside that's besides the point. Um, so like I said, he's young. He has a lot of time to grow, and I think that John Wall is actually going to be a really good influence on him. Um, if, you know, assuming that he stays there, oh, all was the one that might be moving, but, um, I think he's going to learn a lot from John wall KPJ. He's a pretty solid shooter. Now. Uh, he didn't have a great night uh, his last time out, but, um, you know, he's a pretty solid shooter. Uh, he's got some insane handles. I don't know if you guys have actually watched him play, but it's pretty awesome and insane. Uh, and he's a really great finisher at the rim. You know, he can pretty much finish in traffic. Um, you know, he puts up circus shots, jelly layups, man's can do it all. Uh, so I think for, for me, I think his ceiling, honestly, I could see him being like a superstar, at least from what I've seen so far, I can see him making it to superstar level. Obviously clarify your, your we definition
1: need... of a superstar again, make sure I'm not, I'm not tripping. right. Right.
2: Right. Okay. Uh, did we define that last time? Cause I kind of forget. I, you, I you said Tyler Hero was going to be an all star. So I, so, I, I think all star. Do you want to go off my definition? Do you want
1: to go, unless you have yeah, your own definition? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my definition of all definition. is a, a superstar that some people agree with is that that you could be a number one player on a championship level team. Can okay. he be the number one player? Like, be like you know, like a Kevin that's... Durant, LeBron. Okay, Cole. okay. I would I put Kawhi myself. I I'd put Kawhi as number as a number one player because anytime he's been to the playoffs, he's the number one guy. So that's okay, how I,
2: so yeah. I, I then uh, based off of that, I can see him somewhere in the middle of all star and superstar. Uh, it's kind of weird because like gray like area. It, exactly because I think if he develops really well and he keeps you know what, uh, keeps it up with what he's doing now, I think that he easily could make that superstar. Uh, level you know being a number one option on a championship team but i think that um you know it's obviously going to be tough he needs he needs the right guidance he needs to develop properly but uh right now i think he's on the right track and he's gotten me 48 fantasy points for two games now which is insane the first game back got 48 fantasy points all
0: right um for for me i mean like I, i i can see where reed's coming from um you know when I watched I watched him play in high school a lot, so I was very looking forward to seeing him hop into the league. And when he first came in, we we were all kind of like, "What's this?" Is this like he was pretty okay on the Cavs. And um, you know I think he really uh, he's one of those guys that just needs to find his right team. And um, I think that he's doing well with the Rockets organization. I think that he really uh, helped with um, going to the G League first and just dominating there for a little bit. And then, you know, getting closer with the organization, knowing the coaches, knowing the entire staff helps a lot with players. Um, as of right now, um, he's averaging for the season 17 points points a game, 3.3 rebounds and 8.3 assists. It's awesome, man. I think that he could have a really good um, improvement year. He could possibly win MIP within the next year or two. Um, you know, I, I think that, I think at his highest, he could probably average about 29 a game with, uh, maybe five rebounds and probably about eight assists. I think that that would be really good, uh, uh, really good solid statistics, basic statistics for him. Um, you know, he could be a big player on the, on the Rockets. He could end up being better than wall considering that wall is getting older in age. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm i rooting for him and I think that he'll do really well in the league hopefully in the next couple of years.
1: So would you cl- classify him as a ceiling? Like all-star, superstar, star? I'd, I'd probably say all-star. I'd all-star? Say all-star? Yeah. Yeah. I would say the same thing. And I don't think he has that if factor yet. If he develops that, then I'm going to put him as a superstar. Because I think if he gets that if, that, the last thing that's holding him back other than he's taking steps up to play better, you know, points, exist, whatever numbers you want to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Is that that it factor mentality that a lot of players that lead teams have like Jimmy Butler, for example, we just talked about has that effect factor has that mentality to push guys better to play better and all that. If he gets that, then he's probably going to be another really good player, a really good young player in the future. And I, I would classify him as an all-star ceiling. Uh, I mean, he's taking the right steps. I'm looking at his like comparing his stats from Cleveland to to what, is, what he's playing in uh, Houston, he's overall improved. Other than his three-point shot, everything has improved, and that's a really good sign for him. He's also taking—actually, never mind. He's—he's he's, um, no, he's taking more shots in in uh, in Houston. But again, everything's an overall improvement. If he keeps taking steps up like this, it it can prove to be an all-star, and I'll be very interested to uh, see Kevin Porter Jr. in the all-star game. Mm-hmm. Be kind of fun yeah i mean that's yeah, overall c- right. ceilings all-star all-star and i think uh uh reed had him as that gray area yeah, all-star in between all-star and superstar but yeah because I mean- i'm
2: i'm just not really sure exactly because i can totally see him being a superstar you know what i you know what i mean like i can definitely see him going there because you were talking about that it factor um and honestly i think he has it all right i think he's got that mentality i really think he does um you know to like really push it to the next level but i think he needs the right team the right organization and he needs a, i think he needs a veteran leader as well honestly like jimmy butler i think he would be really great for kevin porter junior
1: exactly someone to mentor him and i think that's one mm-hmm. thing that john wall brings with yeah. him and i think that's a good thing for him to have like that guy to talk to about anything and be able to like coach him up a little bit as player player first player you know what i'm saying mm-hmm.
2: yeah and john yeah. wall's already proven to be a good leader um, Yes. you know so i think that for for a young Kevin Porter Jr., John Wall is one of the one of the best uh, veteran leaders
0: he could possibly have.
1: Yeah, but that's that's it. We start slowly running out of time, but that's really all I had for the hot takes. Unless you guys had anything else to add to that to that stuff. Oh,
2: Last last week I wasn't here, but I missed. Oh oh. Okay
1: okay. We're running out of time, but give me your one minute. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna, like get like actually like tell you to stop but to stop. But like, give your one minute on mm-hmm. Blake Griffin's signing because you are an Nets fan. I forgot about that. We need to talk mm-hmm. about the Blake Griffin okay. real quick, with you.
2: All right. One so, minute. Go. I don't hate it. Okay. We he, it's cheap. Okay. He's cheap. All right. I think he signed a veteran minimum deal. I don't hate it. Okay. I, however, uh, he's not at the level. He's not even anywhere close to the level he used to be. Um, you know, right now he's taking a lot more shots and he's slow. He's coming off, you know, a lot of injuries. He's coming off an injury now. Uh, so I think it's really a toss up, but honestly, I could see him being a decent bench player for them uh and a not not a solid option by any means but like i could i could see him you know helping out a little bit because that's the that's the problem with the nets i think is that their bench is really shallow so i think that you know if blake griffin can really step up a little bit and kind of mix into like a six-man role type thing coming off the bench and i think that they could definitely have something going there bruce but bruce i'm very but i'm very skeptical
1: bruce Brown has games? more potential <laughs>
2: bruce brown 100 i'm not no bruce brown is awesome i love bruce brown but um I'm very skeptical about Blake Griffin, but I hope that you know he does something good for us.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that's kind of what we were, me and James were talking about last week. I think he's just a good bench piece to add because he's cheap and he adds like some sort of scoring on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not much else going. I mean, there's, I mean, he's old and and injured. He's like beat up, so like it's kind of hard to put too much, up, much strain on him. Yeah, I, th- I think he's washed. He's washed. Yeah, we I we kind of said that and like yeah, that's kind of it. But you if you want to listen, hear that, just go to the last week's episode and you can hear me and james's take on that but yeah we are running out of time so i will see y'all next week we do not have a florida segment because there's nothing to talk about next week we will because spring practice is over and i can finally sum up all that but yeah until next week boys i will see y'all peace